of it. That actually made me really jealous, actually just asking that question. It's the end of a long day, and I send you a message saying, oh my God, babe, there is an absolute hottie at the gym. So I've sent that message to you. Now, how would you have received that last night? This is really funny because I definitely have been premenstrual because you actually gave me the shits before you went to the gym. My name is Abby, and I'm the voice behind the Evolving Love Project. In this podcast, my husband and I deep dive into the topics of non-monogamy and polyamory, drawing from our experiences of being consensually non-monogamous for almost a decade. My name is Liam. Whether you're monogamous, polyamorous, curious, or anything in between, we invite you to join us for this conversation. Let's begin. So welcome, listeners, to the first episode of the premium version of the Evolving Love podcast. Welcome. Today... I thought it'd be really interesting to have a chat about PMS, premenstrual, is it syndrome? What does the yeah. S stand for? Syndrome. Syndrome. Perfect. Um, within our relationship and how it shows up and also how it affects our kind of non-monogamy. Mm, it definitely has a little impact. Just a little? On our non-monogamy and maybe our life, but I feel like we navigate it pretty well due to the awareness that we have about the journey of the month when you are a woman. It's something that is super important to talk about. And I think it's really great to kind of lift any stigma around talking about it because it, it really just removes a lot of friction away from situations that could have a lot of friction. And I would definitely say that whilst now we, we navigate it, I think, pretty well, Certainly at the beginning of our relationship, it was a steep learning curve. No, I mean, we were younger. We were still finding our way. We're in our early 20s. But now I feel like we have a pretty good grip on mm. on PMS. And it's it actually really means a lot to me, Liam, because you're really invested in my cycle and my journey of womanhood and with my sort of seasons of being a woman and my energy levels. And you actually track my cycle and you have done for a long time now. Yeah. So this is a big hack and I recommend to all my male friends um, is to get this app. I use an app called Clue and I know there are other apps out there that do a similar thing, but Clue is incredible. And one of the amazing things, I mean, this sounds like an advert it already. Does. Uh, it's, it's not an ad. We're not getting paid. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Um, but no, this is a really fantastic app. And not only can you, uh, can you track when the cycle starts to predict, um, you know, when the period is coming, but also you, you, every day you can add little things to the calendar, like what's your mood? So it can say, is she in an angry mood? Are you in a depressed mood? Are you in a happy mood? And so after a while and after many years, which is how long I've used the app for many years, mm. um, it starts to predict exactly when you'll start to become premenstrual. Mm, it is very, very helpful. I think I think storm clouds come up and it tells yeah. you which day. <laughs> and I feel like I know when you know that I'm coming into that PMS time because you know, you have done some really lovely things in the past where you've, you know, get me a little bit of chocolate or you'll be like, just take it easy or just, just take a breath right now. Or you'll say, if you, if you notice that I'm booking up my calendar with different things, or I'm going to become quite busy, you're like, mm. maybe on Thursday, you should just, you should just chill. Because what happens with your, the, the way your cycle kind of impacts you and, and your dating, especially is that 
as soon as you finish your period, you'll go into this kind of frenzy of like, I want to hang out with all my friends. And sometimes that can actually carry over or, and not just even friends, maybe it's going on a date or starting a new connection or something like that. And you'll start to book things, you know, two weeks in advance. Mm. And then I'll, I'll realize, oh, this could, this is going to be dangerous territory. And sometimes in the past, you've had all of these, you know, friend hangs and all this kind of stuff, but it's right in the eye of the storm. I know. And I am that excitable person where when I am feeling really good, I will message all of my friends to check in with them, to organize things, coffees, dinners, or having them over or play dates with the kids. And, you know, I can just get overwhelmed. So it is good to to have that awareness. But actually talking about PMS, it's interesting because I was just rereading a book the other night that we've had for a number of years Actually, I think that a previous lover of mine put us onto um, called Recapture the Rapture by Jamie Wheel. Mm. And there's a couple of chapters on sex and human instincts and nature and biology and, you know, our animal instincts. And, and he, it's really interesting in the book, he talks about sometimes it can be mistaken as premenstrual tension, but there can actually also be a period of anger that happens during ovulation, which is really interesting. Mm. And Jamie Will says this is because when a woman is ovulating, she's actually looking for subconsciously, this is like in our in our hardwiring, she's actually looking for new partners, right? Mm. So she starts getting resentful of her partner that she's familiar with. So even though she's in this secure relationship, this is for someone who's in a secure relationship, but she's in this secure, familiar, stable relationship that it's actually hardwired in to want to then go and be with somebody else who's like, you know, I don't know, we're talking animal instincts, I don't know, more sperm. So. Uh, then she will she will become frustrated. She's agitated in herself. She's agitated in her home life because on this on this animal level, she's actually wanting to to break out. I just thought that was sperm. fascinating. I just felt like that was that was really fascinating, and it made me think back to last weekend. And I knew that I was ovulating. I can feel it in my body when mm. I'm ovulating, and then the next day. I was feeling premenstrual and you were picking up on it. You were like, you're actually premenstrual right now. Maybe I wasn't premenstrual. Maybe I was just wanting other men on on an animal level. (laughs) Well, I think it may be be, uh, C, all of the above. Yeah. That was my gut instinct. It's it's fa- it's been really interesting over the course of our relationship because I feel like at the very beginning of our relationship I still hadn't yet learnt your premenstrual cues, right? Like and and there's things that happen now that I can instantly recognize as okay, we're moving into and whilst I was talking about clue, you know, that's 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 great to help, but I really just use that as a kind of tool. But my intuition and my ability to read you is the main thing that hips me to the fact that you're premenstrual. It's also just such a turn on to me that you are so invested in me and my cycle and our relationship in that way. And just it's very caring. It's very considerate. Yeah, it's also self-preservation on my end. (laughs) 
it's also a bit of protection because we're into having a very peaceful life together. Yes, sure, we're non-monogamous. We've got these sort of a few unknown factors coming in. But you and I, as a baseline, we have a very peaceful life. Mm. We want to have a very, and we do have a very stable home life for our child. Yes. And we don't argue. We have disagreements. We have, of course, we have uh, frustrations like mm. any couple, but we don't, um, we don't blow up at each other. We don't have that. And there is a, there is a conscious attempt to de-escalate, you know, on my end, especially when it is a premenstrual time, because sometimes, uh, you know, the, the, the rational side of the brain may be slightly absent from constructive conversation. Is that fair to say? <laughs> You better be careful with this, Liam. You've, well, got to, you've got to be careful. But no, it is. And there are always other factors. You know, I will actually say the last two. So I'm a, I'm a bit premenstrual at the moment. Just a bit, which we'll get to. But I'm fresh because it's the morning and yes. I've had my coffee and I'm feeling good. But the mm. last two nights, right before bed, I've been a little bit premenstrual and, and mixed sometimes with your time. If you are hearing well. this and want to keep listening, you can sign up as a premium member at the Evolving Love Substack. Once you do, you will get access to all full-length episodes along with my subscriber-only Substack articles. The Evolving Love podcast is ad-free and relies entirely on listener support and you can subscribe now at evolvingloveproject.substack.com.